can only achieve great things, really great things, especially as we are leading is in this ever-changing VUCA world. Um, if we face our fears and confront them with courage, so that means letting ourselves being guided by our values and not by our fears. Actually having more and more diverse teams to create cultures and an environment where all these different personalities and can, can strive and can um, really, um, really show their potential. The Leadership Brief. Insights and new perspectives on modern leadership for executives, high performers and leaders. Hello and welcome back to today's episode of The Leadership Brief. My name is Allegra and I will be your moderator today, together with our co-host Stephanie Playford, Head of Inclusion and Diversity Advisory, Ward Howell International. I'm very pleased to welcome our special guest today, Maximilian Spiete. This episode is going to be the first out of two parts with Max. The second part is going to be all about paternity and work-life balance. But today we are discussing everything you will want to know about new leadership. Max has been in several leading positions throughout the years. Right now he is the senior manager of eTribes, a digital business-focused consulting firm. He will enrich today's session with his expertise and experiences related to new leadership that he gained in the last years. Max, welcome. We're very pleased that you're going to be joining our discussion today. But before we're jumping into the first question, would you like to introduce yourself to our listeners shortly? Sure. Thanks for having me. Thanks for the invitation, Stephanie, and uh, thanks for being the moderator today, Allegra. So um, my name is Max, Max Späte. I'm 36 years young. I live in the Hamburg metropolitan area uh, with my wonderful wife and my adorable son. And in September, we will be four when our second son will see the light of day. Um, well, I would characterize myself as an honorable businessman. Um, I'm very proud of being part of the Assembly of Honorable Merchants here in Hamburg. It's Germany's largest business ethics association with a tradition dating back to 1517, so 505 years old. Um, and you could also call me a Stoic in training. Um, therefore, I'll be making a lot of references to Stoicism today uh, when we'll be talking about new leadership. Um, it sounds counterintuitive um, to use ancient philosophy to solve future leadership obstacles, but trust me, you're going to love it. Um, and I think I could describe my mission as I guide successful businesses and the people who made it what it is today to achieve positive and also lasting behavior change to create their very best future. And um, I'm always trying to direct focus um, to, to, to the change that we can all create for ourselves, making our lives a little better every day in all professional and also personal facets. And well, as you said it, with over a decade of experience as a CEO, as an executive, as a consultant, I help transformational uh, leaders overcome limiting beliefs and behaviors to achieve greater success and also happiness. Max, thank you very much um, for, for joining today and thank you for your introduction. We are really excited to have you here today and after your introduction, even more so um, excited to hear all your insights, lessons learned and experience and the advice you have shared so far. Um, maybe let's start with the first question of our podcast today. Um, what are the key change leaders must make um, to adapt to the workplace of the future? Um, I mean, I would say through the, through the pandemic, but also through um, through movements like um, Black Lives Matters, uh, Me Too movements. And um, there were a lot of changes in the in the last years, and the pandemic definitely changed the workplace and will change the future of work. 
work. So what um, what is your advice here? What is your view here? And what is your what can you share with us today? I mean, being in, in uh, a digital consulting firm currently, um, it, I see that we are in the middle of the next revolution in the world of work. Um, in the last one, which was the industrial revolution, we replaced manual labor with the support of machines. And today as well, we're replacing analog manual labor with digital and also automated work by machines. But now those machines learn for themselves. So back in the days when we were in the industrial revolution it was very important or hugely important to have rules and processes um, because the people working with the machines um, had to be protected and their health had to be protected and uh, well that also increased productivity um, because you were ensuring error prevention and um, well kind of reproducibility But now in today's digital revolution, however, we depend more on innovation and on collaboration to collectively shape the tasks we don't want to hand over to the machines in a spirit for a future fit for human beings. So this rather requires not the rules and processes we had in the past, it's rather about um, new ideas and creativity to solve today's and also tomorrow's challenges. So. I think in the future, with the support of machines, we will be able to implement the testing of rule conformity and ensure reproducibility much more easily than before. That doesn't have to be done by leaders or rather managers, uh, as it was in the past. It's it's rather um, gaining valuable time for our human creative performance. And it's more about creativity in this world. So this world is also the, the um, VUCA world. I mean, we're using this term um, quite, quite um, often. And in this world, it's more about agility. So agility creates the basic prerequisite for adaptivity. Um, and that is essential for survival. Um, and only with this agile thinking and um, agile action, we can proactively respond to all those rapid changes that we see in the world and also in the markets where we're, uh, where we're active. And in order to do this, um, we as leaders must learn to break away from the beliefs of the industrial revolution, focusing on processes and that everything is is, is working um, uh, well in those processes and that people work uh, um, in those in those certain set of rules. It's rather replacing this mindset with um, it, it was it was so focused on always having a perfectly thought out plan. And now we need more of an iterative approach, like the minimum viable product approach that is like, um, okay, let a new product, let a new idea, let a new service see the light of day um, before it is perfect. See if there is a fit in the market, see if people actually like it. And that is the same thing with leadership principles. So having this conscious goal of making a large number of small mistakes and learning from them quickly um, is, is key for leaders um, in, in, in adapting to the workplace of the future, because this will be the only way to keep the constant innovation cycle going that will be necessary from now on. I mean, that's at least my opinion. I don't know. How do you feel about it, Stephanie? Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree, um, Max. I mean, really great um, insights here. And I think this is what we experience as well or what um, what we see working with different clients. The, the, the culture is changing. 
the um, the way people the, the their mindset is changing and there is more and more room for um, creativity um, thinking outside of the box but also what you mentioned and um, this fail forward culture is becoming more and more important right having the um, have not not to be afraid to make mistakes and to be um, yeah to be innovative and to give things a, a try and to give things a go and and to have the uh, flexibility and and open to do so. Um, Max, maybe a question here from my side. I mean, you, you've, um, you've mentioned um, innovation, collaboration and creativity as, um, um, so to say, input that is needed to solve future challenges. Um, how or what do you think, what are the skills that smart, forward-looking leaders have to develop in 2022 and beyond? And maybe not only the skills, but maybe let me add here, since you mentioned innovation, creativity, what are the inclusive cultures and structures that leaders can create um, in order to um, in further enrich those skills and to actually lift those skills and values to create uh, a more creative and innovative environment? Well, first and foremost, um, I, I'm not quite sure he said it. Maybe it was Churchill. Um, it's like not every reader is a leader, but um, the best leaders are readers. So you need to gain more knowledge um, every day uh, that you can. So um, now we'll dive, dive into uh, stoicism. It's a lifelong journey, but I think that any given day is the right day to, to begin as a leader, your quest of living up to those four stoic virtues, um, which is courage, uh, justice or righteousness, wisdom, temperance, uh, or self-discipline. And for me, courage is the most fundamental of those four virtues because there cannot be righteousness, wisdom, or self-discipline without this courage. And I think we can only achieve great things, really great things, especially as we're leading is in this ever-changing VUCA world. Um, if we face our fears and confront them with courage, so that means letting ourselves being guided by our values and not by our fears, and um, well, as the best leaders are readers, I highly recommend every leader to start learning, especially about Stoicism, as um, to me, it is the only philosophy I've come across so far that is actually helping me as a leader um, to navigate through the sometimes very rough seas of change. Um, and as one uh, of my favorite Stoics, Son Seneca, put it perfectly, um, you only get to know a good helmsman in the storm. So navigating in the storm is what it's actually about. I mean, you've got a lot of people that are either managers, just managing fixed processes and making sure that people stick to those processes like industrial revolution thinking. But now in this digital revolution, it's more about focusing on on leadership actual leadership and that is when when things when 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 shit hits the fan so to say um you have you have to you have to be able to to respond to that and that is that is the the, the key the key skill that you need to um to develop and i think um it's it's very very good to use stoicism in, in this because stoicism is actually preparing you for each and every storm that you will be facing in your life and um well what, what could one read um everything from ryan holiday is great to to uh, gain insights on on stoicism plus there just there was just um uh released a great book a new commented edition of marcus aurelius's meditations by robin waterfield uh, i think it hit the shelves in in april and uh, highly recommend that one so as a start getting into those stoic virtues i think that are the most 
most essential skills for all of life, but especially for people in leadership positions. Thank you, Max, and thank you also for your great um, book recommendations here. Um, I think you've, with that, already answered my next question, but uh, maybe there are some um, additional tools or techniques that you think can help um, leaders to question the status quo. Is there, um, you I mean, you are in, you, you talked a lot about, you know, digital revolution and, um, of course, now through the pandemic, more and more people are joining um, social media, professional platforms and so on. Of course, there is reading books is um, one option. Are there other tools and techniques, maybe um, through professional platforms, through networks, through events, webinars to attend that can help leaders to question the status quo or completely different um, ideas that you have or experienced yourself? might sound like a broken record but let me use stoicism here as well um there are uh, here are my two favorite ideas in stoicism that help me question the status quo the first one and i've actually got a print of it over here uh on the wall um to remind me each and every day it's memento mori be aware of your own mortality so Marcus Aurelius put it this way, let each thing that you would do, say or intend be like that of a dying person. And I would also add carpe diem to it um, as this day, this actual day might be what well, might as well be your last day on earth. So at its end, you should feel like you spend it well. And what is what better way can there be to question your status quo? And thinking about how 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 soon life might end and every moment that's passing is one that is bringing you closer to the end so i think that is giving you a really good focus on on um seeing your your uh, status quo in a different perspective and and giving things another relation um the second one is amor fati that's the second print over there um it's the love of one's fate and um Marcus Aurelius uh, put it like that, a blazing fire makes flame brightness out of everything that is thrown into it. So I do get the point of questioning the status quo in order to make sure you're still on your path to living up to those four stoic virtues, um, courage, justice, wisdom, and temperance. But as a stoic, you also need to be able to accept that in some cases, you won't be able to change the status quo you can only change your way of dealing with the status quo. That's not accepting it and being being um, being inactive or being passive. It's it's uh, being very active and very proactive, but in the right direction and the direction that you can change. Um, so the the German American theologist uh, Reinhard Niebuhr put it um, in in a very nice quote, and I think many twelve step recovery programs are also using it today. Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference between those two. And I think those are like the best two tools that I've gained from, from um, learning about stoicism that are helping me um, most in questioning the status quo, not just in, in leadership position, but also in, in being a parent, being, being a husband, being a friend, being, being a son, being a grandson, always trying to question the status quo and it's it's always about um well first of all finding out uh is is this actually helping me spend my day in in in, in a in a well-lived manner um because memento mori and also um dealing with with what life throws at me like making 
lemonade out of the lemons that life is handing me, basically. Thank you, Max. Um, yeah, fantastic advice, I think. And um, there's a lot of um, things that I can relate to that are quite similar with uh, what we practice when it comes to um, working with diverse teams, um, working with people with different um, cultures, people from, um, yeah, with different racial ethnic backgrounds. Um, nowadays, um, you hardly, you will always, you, most companies that you will join, um, you will always work with um, diverse teams. Um, that's, um, that became um, became something which is uh, yeah not normal nowadays, and I think um, that is something where it's very important to say um, how to be more empathetic. Um, you mentioned that you know putting things in perspective, and um, you might not understand your counterpart, you might not understand or share the same opinion, but don't have to have the same opinion that your counterpart. But um, it would be you know good to at least be empathetic about it and um, to you know say okay fine. This is uh, something which I, you know, I, I don't share the same view, but um, this is your perspective. And whilst, you know, I don't share that, it's absolutely okay for you to have um, you have that perspective. Max, you wanted to add something here. Yeah, I mean, um, th that's the, the, the greatest thing about diversity. And that's kind, kind of the spices in, in those dishes that, that make up our life. Um, being able to, to, to discuss other people's opinions with them and not just uh, with with other people like like saying okay this person said this and that it's rather like getting into a dialogue with people that have another opinion than you have i mean that's the greatest thing that you have in diverse teams because it gives you so many perspectives and and it, it is also helping you um find the best solutions to to all the obstacles that are at hand i mean um, basically, um, the obstacle is the way, as Ryan Holiday put it so so nicely. Um, and it's it's helping so much having having different opinions, having having different um, views on the world. And I think it's the best thing that you can do is is um, confronting uh, your own beliefs and and sometimes overcoming your own beliefs because you get into this dialogue with other people that have very different opinion that that you have because they they might have another upbringing they might have another social surrounding nowadays and um, that's what i love the most about working in a digital consulting boutique um people of all ages of all um of all nationalities of all um different social social economical backgrounds coming together and i i'm learning so much each and every day from all these people and especially because we all live very different lives it's so cool to see that living a different life gives you another perspective and that, that's that's also balancing things kind of. So um, absolutely agree with you, Stephanie. Thanks. Yeah, great point, Max. And I also think it really helps to become more creative also. All these different views, opinions and conversations you have and different viewpoints. Um, you might see things from a perspective that you, because the way you grew up, the culture you grew up within, um, you might have never considered. So um, I, I can only agree working in a diverse work with a diverse workforce is something which is very enjoyable, especially when one is open and um, open to have conversations and open to understand new cultures and new views, which I think is becoming more and more important nowadays. Um, Max, you already mentioned um, before, uh, you touched base a little bit on the 
um, difference between a manager and a leader. You were saying a manager very much like sticking to the processes and kind of making sure that the work is done according to the job description or according to the tasks that are expected, um, whereas a leader is more um, the person who inspires people, who motivates people. Um, having having said that, what, what do you think, and talking about new leadership, is authority still relevant for leadership in 2022? And is that something which is um, an attitude, an attribute that comes with, um, with new leadership? Thanks, Stephanie. That, that That's a really, really great question. Um, I think when we seek leadership best practices, I've experienced it to be keen um, to look outside of our business world. And it turns out that it can really be eye-opening to learn from professional sports. Because in sports today, nothing is less effective than one of those old-school coaches whose ego and whose need for control limit his proverbial field of vision while making everyone around him miserable, him or her. Um, because the world has changed, uh, also the sports world has changed. The way the game is played, um, the, the way players are being paid, the way players are being treated and are being trained. And what is required um, of them is what is required of their coaches is also changing. So if we as leaders um, see ourselves as trainers, coaches, sparing partners in the spirit of new work and agile leadership, then I believe it is more correct to lead with respect and trust than with authority, qua title or seniority. Um, and there is there is one anecdote um, I'll, I'll tell you. While preparing a large change initiative as an interim manager, one of the uh, C-level executives that hired me for managing this um, change told me that he saw no natural executive authority in me. I had to swallow my ego at that point. Uh, once again, ego is the enemy. And I had to reply with all the stoic resilience that I could gather in, in, this, um, in this situation. And I, I told um, this person, nowadays, I don't need authority to manage change. Um, I need to earn people's trust in order to teach them, um, like in, in the little prince, um, to teach them the yearn for the vast and endless sea of possibilities in this case change can present. So um, no, executive authority is not relevant anymore in today's world. Thank you, Max, for that example and uh, for sharing some yeah personal insights, which I'm I'm no doubt you probably struggled with um, when you when you heard that comment. I from from our experience, I can I can absolutely agree. Respect is um, vital, and a more empathetic um, style, leadership style, is becoming more and more important. But um, I think also, and that's something probably you have mentioned is. Um, instead of being um, having an authoritarian um, leadership style, is actually the opposite nowadays. I would say, you know, it's important to create an environment and culture where um, every person can you know develop their skills, can show their potential. Every person works differently. Um, people have different. People are introverts, extroverts. Um, they prefer different working styles. So it's important for leaders nowadays, especially having more and more diverse teams, to create cultures and an environment where 
all these different personalities and can can strive and can um, really um, really show their potential. And I think with that, um, having an authoritarian um, leadership style is definitely not the, not the right way way forward. Um, Max, this already brings us to um, to the end of our leadership style part um, of this podcast. Is there any final advice um, from your side? I'd, I'd be repeating myself. It's just um, try to get the bigger picture by by dealing with uh, the ancient uh, Stoic philosophy. Um, that'll that'll help you as a leader. That'll help you grow as as a person, as a human, and also as a leader. Um, I can I can highly recommend it. Thank you very much, Max. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Leadership Brief. For further information, please contact us via our website and make sure to follow the podcast for more insights about modern leadership.